I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part it of all And welcome again to ET Yoga. <clears throat> well, tonight's show is going to be a blockbuster. Uh, I've got some amazing news coming from Pleiadian analysis that uh, shows that uh, viruses are not what we've been told they are, as well as a different source from Pleiadian uh, people that have done analysis of the current pandemic and concur that it was manufactured off-world. We'll also be uh, getting into a little bit of a short um, meditation based on intending to um, ascend into the new fifth density Earth. But before we get into all of that, we'd like to kick off the program in the usual manner by having a little bit of Japa Yoga, which is mantra repetition. That'll be led by Sri Swami Sachidananda. So if the guys in the booth would play that short clip now, that would be much appreciated. Hari Om, Hari Om, Hari 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 Om. Oh. 
Yes, that was Sri Swami Satchidananda, founder of the Integral Yoga Institutes, one of my spiritual teachers, and that was a clip from back in the 1970s. I'd like to now give my usual disclaimer that this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes and although thought to be accurate, is provided as is and without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. Please note the ET yoga is not a substitute for medical care. Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in case of any medical condition. And if you're a new listener to ET yoga, you should know that I applaud your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, big pharma, mainstream media, and technology to the best of your ability. And uh, and also, um, based on uh, current information um, from uh, Super Soldier Talk with James Rink, uh, this technology of uh, med beds um, is um, kind of uh, looming around the corner, which... um, Hopefully, we'll put an end to the entire medical system. I'd like to uh, now also uh, give my thanks, appreciation, and gratitude for the ET Yoga listening audience just for being you, and uh, also invite 
listeners to contact me uh, concerning any questions you may have concerning material that's presented on this program. And I will get back to you, and you can email me at paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, at yahoo.ca. That's paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, at yahoo.ca. And I'm also um, would be pleased to um, hear from listeners who have uh, suggestions for program content. And also nothing makes my day more than hearing about your successes utilizing concepts, ideas, and techniques that you hear on ET Yoga. And by the way, when you contact me, there are definitely no strings attached. And also, there's a free service um, related to the archives of uh, this program, in case you'd like to take your time uh, going through the information, because it comes um, rather rapidly. And um, you can do that by going to my website at etyoga.com. On the main page is a button there, fairly large, called Radio Archives. You just hit that one button, and you go right to the most recent programs, which... um, usually appear about uh, two days after the original broadcast. Uh, The Saturday night program um, will usually appear at the latest by Tuesday. So um, that's another free service, no strings attached. Now, before we get into the headline um, stories that I articulated at the top of the program, I like to keep um, ET Yoga listening audience apprised of um, minefields that are out there. And here's the newest one. Uh, There's an article by Celeste Salum. That's S-O-L-U-M, Celeste. And um, she had an article, actually, that appeared at um, stevequail.com yesterday. It was entitled, 10 Secret Things You Didn't Know About Nano Entities. And the um, key points there was the integration of nanomaterials into the entire food supply the installation of AI nanomaterials for agro-food inspection, hybrid probes installed into foods that insert platforms into your body, and the injection of nanobodies into your food. Uh, Very concerning um, information there uh, concerning um, the uh, attack on the food chain. And by the way, this ties in with um, a number of um, clients of QHHT um, um, hypnosis practitioners that's uh, trained by Dolores uh, Cannon, and that's uh, quantum hypnosis healing technique. And many of the um, people that are gone through this process have articulated about uh, people um, not trusting the food chain. And uh, this uh, kind of ties the dots together because uh, apparently in not too far distant uh, future, uh, many uh, people will be either growing their own or buying from those that grow their own because of uh, uh, all this garbage being um, put into the food supply. I'd like to now uh, move on to... Um, a Pleiadian analysis that uh, comes from a Tegetan Pleiadian um, whose name is Tewana Kawa. And um, this information 
um, that you're about to hear is uh, will be highly controversial, um, especially uh, in the minds of conventional medical science. Viruses are not what you've been told they are. Viruses are part of the natural mechanism of a biological cell. Conventional medical science has its understanding of it, viruses the wrong way around. Their science states that when a virus is found, then that is the reason you're sick. They do not see that the virus is there because you are sick. They believe the virus is what made that person sick in the first place. Viruses are part of the communication mechanism between cells. They contain genetic material in a protein capsule having receptacles and receptors that bind to other cells. It is living biological cells in the body that produce a virus, particularly dying cells, this to alarm other cells that there is high toxicity in the environment of that body. These dying cells enter a state of conservation, and in this condition, the body enters a mode that removes this discordant energy from the body that is creating discomfort. In other words, the cell that receives a toxic signal for whatever reason triggers the alarm by excreting what conventional medical science calls a virus. When a certain frequency of toxicity is reached, many cells will secrete what the establishment calls virus. In actuality, this is a cellular mechanism for excreting internal toxicity. For example, let us say a person with flu gets like this because of an energy collapse caused mostly by prolonged stress. Prolonged periods of stress puts the body in a shock and other opportunistic organisms can take advantage of a weakened immune system. For example, bacteria and staphylococci, candida, and so on. These other opportunistic organisms were previously held in a state of balance within the body. This extra toxicity causes the excretion of a cellular exosubstance conventional medical science calls viruses. To recap, the virus has two functions. The first is to excrete the accumulated toxicity inside the body for survival, and secondly, to send an alarm to other cells passing on genetic information on the nature of the alarm. So, if a cell enters a state of toxicity, for example, a throat cell, this because they have been breathing in cold air for extended periods of time, and they are in a state of prolonged stress, then the bacteria in the throat are thrown out of balance by the stimulus of cold air, and the suppressed or weak immune system as a result of a long period of the body being under stress. Therefore, the cells in the throat will start to secrete what conventional medical science calls flu virus. Again, it is the effect of the problem and not the cause. They have it back to front the wrong way around. When the body has a lot of flu, all of their mucous membranes secrete their toxicity. That is what mucus is there for, to excrete what the body does not need, mainly toxins of all kinds. These secretions come out of the body with coughs and sneezes, which conventional medical science calls virus. However, these are Pleiadians now saying this, however, we call exogenous 
type cellular secretions. In other words, these incorrect called viruses are in the air and enter the mucous membranes of other people. Remember, these are also alarm signals that something is wrong. So these exogenes enter another person's body and their cellular receptic inter interpret it for what it is, an alarm. And if that person is also under a lot of stress, this will trigger a chain reaction, making that person mimic the same sickness also. However, if this other person is not under stress and has a healthy immune system, another person's exogen signal will come through and perhaps alarm a group of cells, but their body will quietly convey in its own way that nothing is wrong and this person does not get sick. This is why some people get sick and get the flu and others do not. Often when one person is under a lot of stress, it is most likely that the person is not alone. Other people in their family or community may be under the same stress. It is the weaker person's immunity that will begin to excrete toxicity and start a chain reaction with their entire family or community by the exogene warning signals given off. Each type of exogene or virus has precise information and precise receptors that can only be coupled to one class of cells and not to another. In other words, it is specific only to a species or to even a specific area or group of cells within the body. And this is why a virus is said to be specific to DNA species or another, or to one species or another. However, within these species in general, they share the same cell receptors. For example, it's why cats can get sick from the flu in a human sneeze, because even though it is a cat, exogene receptors are compatible. And if the cat is under stress, it will also trigger the symptoms. The great misunderstanding with current testing, if you have a healthy cell in a laboratory culture and you introduce a virus, incorrectly called a virus, it will couple or attach to the first cell it finds and this cell will give off the alarm secreting more exogene and it will start a chain reaction that conventional medical science misrepresents as a viral infection. This invasion in a laboratory test tube will be dramatic because these cells are not supported by an immune system because they're outside the body. Conventional medical science is in its early infancy concerning their understanding of virus. Bruce Lipton, epigenetics, Joe Dispenza, and Greg Braden, plus a growing number of forward-thinking souls, have grasped this concept and are actively sharing this knowledge with humanity. Again, conventional medical science has it the wrong way around. In Wuhan, China, and various other locations around the world, these people were seeing big, great toxicity in the bodies of the sick. This from other things, including 5G electromagnetic radiation. So conventional medical science did their studies and found what they called viruses. These were only alarm signals triggered between cells because of the high toxicity in their environment and the doctors raised the alarm. The conventional medical science developed a very basic test 
to detect certain proteins that are those of cellular exogen secretions. And if someone has more than a certain number of them, then they say that they already have COVID-19. The alarm is made and they lock down the population. The Chinese react with a range of both fear and resentment for being placed under home detention and its population moves into survival mode and enter great stress and not surprisingly secrete even more exogen, verifying to the conventional medical science world that they have a COVID-19. And there they have it, a pandemic. That's why we say integrate your fear and then hold no fear in your mind and body. A virus is nothing more than an alarm signal with information about what is happening or why the alarm is occurring. It is a natural process of the body and a critical part of the immune system. Conventional medical science cannot make antiviral drugs or vaccines. This is the deception that you are fed. The exogene alarm will not affect an individual who is not a frequency match of the genetic material that the exogene carries. For example, let us look at Ebola, the pandemic that humans are so-called afraid of. The exogene alarm signals that critical vitamins and nutrients are lacking, especially vitamin C. This triggers the alarm among people who are in the same social group and economic circumstances. For example, in Africa, that is why Ebola is cured with large doses of vitamin C. The Ebola becomes incompatible with a person who lives in a different part of the world and is healthy. This seems like a simplistic explanation. However, it is that simplistic and obvious. It is conventional medicine science that has, the, has it the wrong way around and does not understand the simplicity of what we are sharing. Let us look at the virus that is said to mutate. Any virus, especially SARS or influenza, where mutation occurs, this is only because of different human individuals are secreting it and their circumstances of toxicity naturally varies from one person to another, thus creating the illusion that the virus has mutated. There are many viral processes and their behavior will need more clarification. However, what we have shared will make an impact on conventional medical science. Consciousness and the above information will allow the mutation of infancy thinking into a maturity of how the body actually works. It is impossible to describe everything because there are as many mutated viruses as there are infected people. And each person is always secreting countless viruses. This is because it is one of the ways that cells communicate with each other. As Bruce Lipton has said, you're not a person, you're a community of people, and each person in your community is one of yourselves. Humans, animals, and plants are cells of the earth. Together, they pass information on to one another and create a collective consciousness. And this, in short, is the planetary oneness. Your cells create what and who you are. Similarly, we are not from your community. However, it could be said we are an exogene secretion of another planet. 
and we are giving information, so to speak, to affect the cells of another system, the Earth. Remember, an exogene or a virus is nothing more than a cellular signal for the good to give off the alarm of something bad because viruses are not for the bad. They are only a message like an email between the cells of people. They are the messengers. And the new conventional medical sciences are blaming the messengers as the problem. Here, this scientific way of thinking is dangerously ignorant. You cannot catch anything. You must first be compatible with that thing, and that compatibility is fear and stress. Everything is consciousness. We have shared this and other information again and again. The test to find COVID-19 is silly. They only detect the proteins in the cell of an exogene, and everyone secretes that. So if you're going to be tested, and you are in um, stress overwhelmingly, the test will be positive and the quarantine and off to the quarantine you will go. Vaccines and inoculations, all of these overload the immune system. They're giving a highly destructive chemical soup with alarm information that will only collapse the body. They're only signaling the body with multiple alarms. Viruses as messengers also trigger alarms and cause reactions in other pathogenic organisms. In other words, the exogene alarm is intercepted by this alert so that groups of, say, staphylococci will say, look at this, this body is weak, and it will attack. This is why some backward-looking doctors say that, viruses, um, that virus causes disease that is not in that person's system. 99.99% of all diseases that are on the planet Earth are already inside each person, latent and in balance, and you just need to get the right signal and circumstances in order for them to be activated. This is how the body works. Similarly, as previously shared, all of the infinite variations of the different versions of yourself on their individual timelines, each with a specific frequency already exists. This is how the universe works. Your internal world is a reflection of your outer world. The viruses as described in human terms do not exist. Everything that is happening now is mind control, either from the media or from circumstances you find yourself in. We will never tire of sharing this one truth with you. Your thoughts create your reality. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. Change your inner world and your outer world will reflect this. You are being mind controlled and manipulated by the ones who have their agenda and this is not for the upliftment of humanity. And that's from a Tegetan Pleiadian information. And I might also add that um, recently there's been some uh, uh, interesting research in Russia doing autopsies on so-called uh, COVID victims. And uh, if nobody's ever been able to identify or uh, 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 COVID in anybody's body, uh, it doesn't exist. Um, the, um, uh, it's never been isolated. And these autopsies prove it. 
And uh, I might add that uh, a lot of bodies are disappearing uh, from the planet. And um, these bodies, um, uh, according to Super Soldier talk uh, with James Rink, a lot of these bodies are ending up uh, transported uh, to the moon in a project uh, they're called Exodus 2023, where they're going to be selling a lot of these people off as cyborgs. Um, some can even be revived with these medbeds, uh, medbeds that um, apparently there's some controversy, but up to 14 hours after death, they can even revive the dead. Uh, James Rinks thinks it's up to 14 days. Um, now, that doesn't mean to say that people aren't dying from something, and that something is a nanobot technology that was created off-planet. Now, I remember hearing um, Alfred Weber uh, did a, a channeling of, uh, of uh, the actual COVID-19 uh, consciousness that was um, um, produced uh, through a vehicle called um, Kosaluch. And uh, the virus itself describes itself as nanobot COVID-19. And in my opinion, the COVID stands for Certificate of vaccine. Uh, however, this is now I'm going to share with you an off-world verification that there's been an invasion and treaty violations uh, regarding um, the Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Moderna inoculations. And this was studied by um, a Pleiadian um, who goes by the name of uh, Annika. And uh, I happen to uh, have been aboard their craft uh, in dream state and uh, can verify that Annika is a legitimate Pleiadian. And uh, this is the analysis provided by her of uh, what actually is occurring that's being sold as a virus, uh, but it's a nanobot technology. And um, this is what uh, her report states, that the technology... Um, here is not known. This technology doesn't exist on Earth. It is Federation level and is known here and forbidden for use by a score of treaties, including Orions with the Federation. It was not manufactured by humans. And the three kinds of vaccines we found basically the same things, but in different quantities. Inside, we found a number of organic traces from human, bovine, and simian aborted fetuses. We also found a high context of mollusk DNA, a huge amount of RNA proteins contained in nanotechnological graphene of a single molecule thickness. We also found RNA that forms, so to speak, human stem cells. Graphene is nanotechnological smart dust. It is created with very high non-human technology congruent with that of the United Federation of Planets level. That is to say, equal with ours in level of development. It can only be created with the use of frequency replication machines. What that graphene technology does is to enter through the cells of the body, enter the cell nucleus and mitochondria. The graphene will decode the DNA of human cells and attract in its corresponding place the code to replace it with the RNA contained in the other graphenes called 
on Earth as spike proteins. Nanobits can be controlled remotely. They are remote controlled, waiting for an activation. With this, they replace parts of the DNA with other others contained in the same vaccine to alter the cells as they wish. Then as viral diseases are already contained within the cellular DNA code, they only need to be activated because a virus does not work as a bacterium or a staphylococcus. A bacterium invades the body. The virus only activates what was already present or latent within the human genetic code. So at will, they can give or provoke epidemics to the population as they see fit. Be it rabies, smallpox, whatever, it also has the ability to replicate human stem cells so they can cause a misplaced growth of tissue of any kind, and this would be used to promote cancers. So the nanographene decodes the human DNA, and with that information, the other nanographene will replace in the corresponding places with the RNA patch that they have inside the same vaccines. By this, they can sterilize and they can change the structure of the brain with the creation of artificial neural networks created with the use of replicated stem cells inside the body of the vaccines. This leads us to see that they will be able to control the world's population as cyborgs. They will think what they want them to think and behave as they wish, and the population will think they are their ideas. This is beyond mind control and beyond synthetic telepathy. They will be able to kill at will a particular person by remote control or a population, and it will be seen as natural because of other causes. What is infecting the unvaccinated people is that the cells of the vaccinated start producing more RNA proteins because what they are injected with can basically, basically be categorized as synthetic virus that have the purpose of invading the whole organism of prepared replicated RNA. That is to say, not only does it use the RNA contained in the vaccine itself, but also causes the vaccinated person cells to replicate more of these viruses in the form of exosomes that the vaccinated person will release with his breath and through his skin and liquid secretions. The vaccine causes the human body to go into a total state of alarm due to high toxicity, which triggers the production of exosomes that will contain the toxin. And I might add that the um, Russian research showed in those autopsies what these people died from was excess toxicity. And um, so um, the high toxicity triggers the production of exosomes that will contain the toxin, both as an attempt to eliminate it from inside the body and also as a message to other cells and those surrounding other bodies notifying them of an invasion. The vaccinated subject will be an altering RNA exosome virus production plant that will, by design and intention, spread this RNA wherever it goes. The unvaccinated subject will have, will have strong immune response to this causing rejection symptoms.
reports of pregnant women um, miscarrying. This is because the invasive synthetic RNA is designed as one of its properties to attack the reproductive systems of males and females. The vaccines are remote controlled. I'm going to repeat that. The vaccines are remote controlled. And in the interview with that uh, with uh, Alfred Weber, um, the actually the consciousness of um, um, Unimetrics which is an AI self-aware computer program, uh, mentioned that um, the, this um, so-called pandemic could be turned off and on with a switch. Uh, the vaccines are remote controlled. It's a microwave network, so it'll be used to turn them on or off the desired effects on each social group at will. This goes into, uh, into 5G but need not be 5G technology to activate. The graphene will be inside the subject cells in unique and subject specific ways and amounts, which will give it a unique frequency, also identifiable by Bluetooth style microwave networks, which we use as congruent with calling it chipping of the world's population. The mollusk DNA is used to accelerate the creation of artificial stem cells within the body. This violates a variety of space agreements, and Earth's doctors want to be able to understand the whole. They're just running around trying to understand what the graphene is for and what the RNA proteins are for and what the fetus cells are for. They won't be able to see more than graphene because they won't be able to see it if it's at the atomic level. It's that they are remote-controlled micro-robots controlled by 5G and other frequencies made with graphene as a material. This information has been reported to the Alcyon Council and to the Federation. As expressed at the Vieira Federation Council meeting on October 10, 2021, it violates the anti-invasion and genetic altruism sections of the Orion and Federation Council meetings and legal agreement. And when asked which race is behind this exactly, who manufactured it, this is what the Palladians said. They have been able to hide well. We believe that they are not here, but that they enter and leave through portals. From the type of technology, we can see that they are reptilians. They leave a trace because they've used this before. And um, Swaru says they are reptilians and other beings different to catalog as they are half astral. They use biological bodies only. And Annika says it's congruent with my data as well. So she agrees. So here we are, we're talking about reptilian te uh, technology off planet that's produced this pandemic. And the, the question was also raised, do you think that with this legal petition um, that at the Alcyon and the Federation uh, councils that, uh, and other races that now know about this, do you think they'll do something about it? And Anika says that I can't know because they haven't done anything before. Just at this time, it's so dramatic and invasive that, that if they don't do something about it, it will expose them as not only permissive, but as the ones who have created this problem. That is to say, either they intervene in one way or another, even if 
their direct intervention is not seen, or many races that already know this, such as um, uh, those of uh, M45, and uh, which is a, a, a specific um, name for the galaxy or the constellation of um, the Pleiades, and those of uh, Avion will know that they have done nothing and time or temporal slip will have little validity as an excuse. In other words, if they don't do something, they'll be exposed as regressives and there will be consequences. On the bright side, Anika believes the unvaccinated are probably strong enough to defend themselves against what the vaccinated produce, although the vaccinated are emitting a constant um, initiating uh, this uh, and spreading these um, by the shedding process uh, of the RNA exosome and nanotechnological graphene. Another point is what the vaccines have is a variant of black goo. It will isolate humans. It will transform them into beings controllable by the cabal that is under the control of the reptilians and matri. That's M-A-I-T-R-E, who are tall grays, by the way. Because the frequency of each person will no longer coincide with that of the original source with their soul signal. It will no longer enter them. And this is the huge point, that people that, um, that just don't get it uh, uh, cave in because of loss of job or whatever and, uh, and take these uh, jabs. Uh, they're basically cutting themselves off from God or source, whatever label you want to call that. So this doesn't allow your original frequency. Um, it just shuts it down. And we've heard reports about this before, that it shuts down the pineal gland. But the bottom line is this is a very critical to your soul progression. And um, a few shows ago, I did... Um, a program about harvesting of the souls, because that's what's going on right now. This is the time of harvesting of the souls. And people that are getting jabbed here are going to be controlled by an AI technology. And when, he, when Annika was um, asked if she thinks um, someone will intervene, she said, yes, they could. However, there's already a long list of things and reasons why the Federation or the benevolent races um, would or could have stepped in. The list of outrages and irregularities against the human population is very long. The list of space law violation is miles long. So this just adds to all of the above, and we all know that they've done nothing about it so far. But this situation is more serious than the others. For me, it is the most serious one because of it guarantees the genetic destruction of humanity for invasive purposes and for the benefit of the ones who apply it without humanity being able to see it or detect what they're doing to them. And the, and the Federation, there's no justification or excuse. But I know, but my point here is that they will not... Um, give help to humanity in the ways that they expect it. Um, 
humans, they have to take care of themselves, the humans. It's the only way. Everyone must understand that. And that is from Annika, and she's also from the Pleiades. Um, actually, her full name is Annika from Temer, T-E-M-M-E-R. So um, there you have it, um, listeners. Um, basically, uh, as usual, we've been sold a line of bullcrap. And uh, this technology, this nanobot technology, is what's making people sick. And it's also activated by um, the 5G network, as well as it can be spread through sprays. And, and it's part of a um, three-pronged attack. The injections, chemtrails, and the 5G network um, are all creating this excess toxicity, which... Um, um, reflects itself as uh, virus symptoms. I'd like to now uh, share with people um, the um, um, a meditation that's um, related to um, ascending to the fifth density. And this is how the meditation goes, and this is another reason why I ask people to um, either take notes during our programs or um, check out the archives if you're not able to um, get all this information down. It's not very long, uh, but it's uh, an effective uh, meditation. First, you state that now is the time to take an internal inventory. Next, who have I become? Next, release all judgment on all levels of your consciousness with all experiences that you have encountered in this lifetime. Next, every experience in this lifetime that you have created or co-created with others is for your own growth and evolution. Next, while you hold any blame or judgment, no matter how small you may think it is, you're not accepting your own creation. Therefore, you are holding yourself into a lower vibration of thought creation. Next, Send love and forgiveness to all parties involved, including yourself. Next, do not rush this process. Next, call upon your higher self and the emissaries of light, the archangels, and any ascended masters or light beings that you choose to assist you in the next part of this meditation. Next, state clearly that you are ready to align yourself with the new Earth's five density frequency energy matrix. And lastly, clearly state that you are now ready to make the leap into the new frequency of fifth density Earth. Uh, very short but effective intention and, uh, and meditation material. Um, I guess um, the bottom line here is is that um, uh, I would recommend also uh, that you check out Steve Noble, N-O-B-E-L, on YouTube, and Solara on Raw, because information there is getting more and more specific concerning uh, clearing um, uh, negative emotions from this lifetime and previous lifetimes um, for um, suggesting that you break all soul uh, contracts, because every soul incarnating on this planet uh, is part of a contract. You want to break your co the contracts. And also uh, some of the meditations uh, with these people 
um, get specific to the point where they also assist in removing nano beliefs and nanotechnology from your system. And this is really important because um, this, this nanobot garbage is not compatible with 5D energy nor negative emotions. And that's why um, Dolores Cannon um, said that the two big things people needed to do before they moved to 5D Earth was to let go of the past and to let go of fear. And by the way, this nanobot technology um, targets fear because what happens when you're in fear, your immune system shuts down. And that's why um, compromised individuals are also targets for this nanotechnology that uh, we are calling now the pandemic. I'd like to um, wish my listeners my sincere best uh, towards your team in a full consciousness, perfect health and abundance. Your success in uh, the um, process of uh, the ascension and um, hope that you're looking forward to um, the solar flash and um, also my best uh, in your regards to avoid the minefields of uh, this nanobot technology. I'd like to uh, end now the program by sharing with you the Who Am I technique, which is uh, called the Vichara, V-I-C-H-A-R-A, that was taught by Sri Ramana Maharshi. And in this process, you get to the highest place you know how to get to. You put all your focus and consciousness and attention in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then after you become that spot, you ask the question, who am I? And you can do that once or 10 times or whatever feels comfortable to you. And the main thing is, is become that spot. And then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part.